Welcome to the Casual Fridays REI podcast, where you'll learn about the wildly profitable niche of land investing. Active land investors Adam Southey and Justin Sleva are here to share their experiences with you so that you can learn how to build massive cash flow and huge profits from this highly lucrative niche. So without further ado, here are your hosts, Adam Southey and Justin Sleva. Hey, what's up, guys? I'm Adam Southey here with my co-host, Justin Sleva, and this is the Casual Fridays REI podcast today. We're talking about why it took so long. Before we do that, though, let's talk about Rocket Print and Mail. Guys, you all know that uh, Rocket Print and Mail is the absolute best mail company out there. Justin and I both run our business on it, and we couldn't be happier. It's quick, easy, and by far the most effective way to get your letters out. So do yourself a favor. Go check them out at rocketprintmail.com forward slash casual Fridays. Happy Friday, sir. Hey, what's up? I am winding down my duties as a single working mother. And I will say, I'm going to throw some respect out there for all you single working mothers and fathers that uh, that have your kids. Uh, I got a new appreciation for you. You uh, you you are busy and you have a lot to do, and you know it's uh, it's it's amazing some of the feats that you have to do to make make stuff work. Well, that's very good. They don't they don't get a uh, end of that. Two, you know, no, you've done the, it for two weeks. I've so. done it for it was sixteen days. 16 does not, days. Does okay. not discount okay. discount what I've done here. Right. And uh, if you haven't followed along and you, you're hearing that, my wife went to Asia on a trip of a lifetime with her sister and her dad. They got to go to Cambodia, Laos, Thailand, and Vietnam. And she's getting to see some amazing sights. Some, I think she might come back Buddhist. We talked about this that she uh, she got to see some temples, got to see some monks, and got to see a different way of life. And I think it's opened her eyes and. You know, some of the stuff that we take for granted this side of the ocean or this side of the world. Yeah, I was curious if she was going to, A, come back at all uh-huh. because she's seen so zen over there. She has. And uh, if she will stay zen. Uh, you've met my kids. Like, <laughs> they are full of love and energy. And so I uh, I am sure as soon as she walks in, her uh, stress level is going to go from zero to 100 just because they are going to be so in her face. They miss her, and, I, and maybe she's going to absorb all of that because I think she hit a point a couple days ago that she kind of missed being home too. Mm. It's a long trip. Yeah, it was really long. That's a. I was trying to think back, and I think it's the longest we have been apart um, since I left the railroad for sure. But I think since I went into management and we would move, so uh, it's so as with kids, this is the longest we've been apart. Um, before that was a, the longest she's been away from the kids ever is a week up to this point. Mm. And your oldest are ten. My oldest are 10. Yeah, so yeah. that's a long time. Yeah, so Mama Bear hadn't got to be Mama Bear. So I, I asked her, I go, so did, did Jesse get her groove back? Do you remember the movie Stella Got Her Groove Back? Mm-hmm. She's like, what'd you say? I don't, I don't know what you're saying. I don't know what this means. I was like, geez, here we go. <laughs> She's missing my pop culture references. Well, that just means you're not cool. <laughs> yeah. It means your references are cool. <laughs> I got my new balances on, me being a dad, <laughs> my dadisms. Um, but today we're talking about why it took so long. And this is in reference to a post on the interwebs where we put in a, uh, or I put in a closeout on a, a small subdivide we did out in East Texas and asked the question, is this a decent return or not? It was after closing costs on the back end, closing costs on the front end, any improvements, we spent $113,000 and made roughly just under $91,000 profit after all said and done. Those are real numbers uh, minus mail cost, and that mail cost on that property was about $1,700 to acquire that property. Just so we don't have to, well, you're, you're forgetting out your marketing cost. You forgot your cost for Peyton. Peyton gets paid on the back end, too, but this we're, we're at about $91,000 in profit. But it took one year and six days to close out, wire to wire, from the moment I funded it to the, mon- the moment I got fully funded back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <clears throat> a little bit 
uh, to make it a little more clear, I guess. So okay. The, pur- the purchase price was? Uh, we are all in at 113 with uh, boundaries, the cleanup, and everything there. I'd have to pull up the purchase price. Oh, okay. I thought you put like 220 on the. No, that no. was that was the sell price. Oh, oh, oh okay, okay, okay. Two two twenty was the sell price minus about seven point one percent for commissions and no. uh, closing costs brings us down to about a ninety thousand six something. I can pull it up real quick, but um, yeah, my phone's not working right here. Anyway, I was kind of surprised by the answers. Yeah, I so, thought it was a no brainer. Yeah, I mean, okay. I I so the total the total closing after closing commissions was ninety thousand four sixty four ninety three. Um, the closing costs and commissions. So 113, 105 was all in survey costs, cleanup, fix the gates, uh, mowing, um, total sales price were $220,000 and it had 16,429 in commissions and closing costs, $90,464.93 profit took 12 months, six days, wire to wire. So that's what the post said. I thought it was one of those posts where it was kind of like a gimme. Like, Uh of course this was a yes, right? Yeah. And not just Facebook, I think on Instagram too, where you post it. At least one person had something to say. On both places. Yeah. And I, and I don't think, I, and I, I think that's why you put it out there. You want to have the conversation. I don't want to yeah. take, I don't want you to ever feel like you can't ask the question or make your remark because that's, it's, we're, we don't do this to, we don't do the coaching thing to be this guru and be this thought provoker. We've just been journaling our journey and, and, and allowing you to see the transparency behind because we ran into smoke and mirrors when we started this. And I think one of the big things for us is like, yeah, we want to have the conversation with you because I think if we can, intellectually or explain out what's going on and be real with it, you have a better understanding of what this niche entails and what flipping land does and what it looks like full time without the, the guru spin to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, even if it one year is a little, seems a little bit long. Yeah. It's still over the average salary. Yeah. And so that, that, that was kind of my thought on the gimme piece is like, okay, Hey, when I went to, when I went into management at UP fortune 150 railroad, I made $75,000 a year beginning manager. That's before taxes, that's before insurance, that's what I made, 75 grand. My second job there, I got promoted, I became a MTO, I made $87,000 a year. So it took till my third promotion for me to break the $90,000 mark. Well, not to mention how many hours were you working a week? 100%. I I worked uh, uh close to probably 70 to 100 hours every week, and I'm not exaggerating that. That was that was Pretty consistent. Yeah, I can vouch for that. I mean, when you're up in Denison, it was what? Uh, I, I worked nine, at, nine uh, days on at 24 hours and three no, days off. No, it was 11 and three. 11. And three. It was 24 hours. And on the and on the three days I was off, I would still check in about uh, twice every day that I was off in the mornings just to make sure we didn't get too messed up while I was gone. Yeah. And so, to me, it was like, uh, well, of course. Yeah. Of course, it's well worth it, even if it took a year. And uh, I don't know. I don't and, know. And so <laughs> I and I look at that, and, that, and so the question to me is, and, I, and I'll break it down. I think his question was a fair question. Why did it take so long? Well, that's a great question, and I'm going to go through the timeline with the property so we understand that. But I looked at it that way. I was like, okay, average salary of a person is fifty five thousand dollars in the United States. So let's just say our listeners are better than average, and they make an average of seventy five thousand dollars a year. We still beat that, but this is one deal. This is one project. This is not the only thing that I did all year. This is one project. And it made more than I made after two promotions at the railroad. So I look at it that way. I go, okay, great. Like you did. I was like, that's pretty freaking good. I mean, I know on probably, I can think of my closest friends right now that aren't entrepreneurs. None of them, I don't think have a salary over 90 grand. I can only think of one of them that does. Yeah, that's a tough one. Yeah. And so, and I, and I don't mean that in a bad way. I have, uh, but then if I go out to, if I go to a, a 
the not the closest friends, but people that are extremely that I know kind of their business and my neighbors, I would think of there's maybe a handful of the people that are in my neighborhood that that have one person in the house that makes over ninety grand. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, so that's one deal though. This is one deal. But the question I think that really stood out to me is yes, the gimme there, yeah, the ninety thousand. That's what most people would most people would love to make that a year. Mm-hmm. This is one deal. The timeline, the question was is why did it take so long? Fair question. I think it's it's it is uh, and the the response back and it's uh, from Nolan was um, this is the goal. This is the stuff nobody talks about. The nitty gritty. And so when you do a subdivide, sometimes it can't be just turning in a survey when you sell the property. Sometimes you have to go through the plat process. So I have to get the guy after there after we close. So he does his boundary survey. He draws his lines compared to where you're at. Then he's got to line it up for the commissioner's meeting to go get the plat approved. A lot of to this county we know really well. We knew it would work, but it took 70 days to do that. And I don't like listing properties until I know that's going to actually go through, especially if they're surveyed. Mm-hmm. I, I don't pre-list and pre-market, but I don't like to have any closings to where it's just lined up. So this property, right off the bat, we had the contractors working. They fixed the gate. They rewelded the fence, the survey and everything. So in the first 70 days, we had all their major stuff going out there. Mind you, I visited this property once to take the picture you saw with my truck next to it. Me and Peyton went out there. We killed a day, went out there. So on property, I have less than one hour. My contractors went out there. They went out there for two days, welded the fence, painted it all black, and we had some money in that. So that was part of the 113. So realistically, Justin Inc.'s team out on property have maybe 16 hours total. Um, I could get the number, but it's, I think that's about it. So not very long. <coughs> But so 70 days to get the contractors finished up, the platting approved. We go under contract the third week with somebody. They're going to put a, um, a, a mobile home on it, and they wanted to buy a big chunk and then a little chunk up at the front. So they're going to buy, uh, out of the five lots, they're going to buy two of them, which is about 60, 65% of the whole property. They were going to pay 155 So we have to, they're getting a loan for it. It's a construction loan, the development piece. We have to wait for a... Um, we have to wait for the appraisers to come in. So they appraised it at about $6,000 more than what he was paying. All looked good. And then it goes to close. Like we're supposed to close on Friday. They The settlement statement from the bank comes over. They look at the title company. This is a VA loan. The bank or the title company goes, wait a second, something's not right here. And they were charging some ungodly origination fees. And then there were some things going on in there. And so they say, hold on, we got to pause this. Let's see what we can do. This Something's not right. Then they realize this developer's inflating prices to buy in points and all kinds of weird shit and realize there's a scam going on. So we're under contract with these guys. So you think 70 days, three weeks after that, we're under contract with them for till this whole deal falls apart another 60 to 70 days. We lose four months, five months on that that piece alone. You, you couldn't hear you on that. Yeah, that's no short uh, amount of time. No. So it took some time here. So it's not like you just magically see at every meetup that, hey, I bought it today and I sold it yesterday. You know, there's there's the times that actually happened. Then the closing piece that has to happen to get the extra. Uh, we go under contract on the other half with the neighbor. Um, he says, hey, I want to buy this. Um, he's under contract for two, three weeks. He has $1,000 earnest money. He just gives it up. He says, nah, I'm worried about the financial situation. I don't want to do it because the interest rates, this is when the interest rates started to go crazy, started climbing. He said, I don't want to, I don't know what's going to happen. I want to preserve my cash. Mm-hmm. So, we're now we're back to square one. We don't hear anything for uh, a couple months, and we're going on, man, what's going on? 
mind you, we don't live by the property. It's three hours away, four hours away. Um, our realtor goes, hey, we have some people that are interested. They went out there and they said the grass is really tall. I was like, what? Are they city folk or what's going on? And I said, have them snap a picture. Well, they snapped a picture. And uh, since we mowed it when we first bought it, this other weed came up and it was six foot tall on it. So I had to send the mow guy back. I had him go out there and run the tractor again and mow it so they could get around it again. And then uh, we go under contract with a couple out of Weatherford. They uh, they wanted the owner finance piece. They they put uh, the right amount of money down. We negotiated, got that one sold. And then I had our realtor reach back out to the neighbor and said, hey, the other half is up. It's up to you. We know you want the contiguous land. Let's make a deal. And we did, and we made that close. So that's that's the timeline behind it. So when you have stuff happen and you're under contract, you're kind of locked into those things. So long contracts can slow it down. Uh, going through the platting process did take some time. It, it's not like you hear is like, you know, I could have said, oh, yeah, three weeks. We sold it in three weeks. Well, we went under contract in three weeks. And that sounds good until you realize that you fall out of contract sometimes. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah, that's what I was going to mention about this whole thing. Like the most important part is that this is real life land investing. Yeah. Right. Um, there's it's never as good as well sometimes sometimes it's as good as you see in social media but a lot of times it's not Mm -hmm. there's always something that comes up Mm -hmm. there's always headaches there's always an uphill battle and we've mentioned this many times that's why you make the money because you solve all those problems yeah or you can handle that one year yeah and really one year isn't that long especially when you you know you took what did you say 67 days for the whole getting it ready oh yeah yeah you know well there's two months yeah and, and that's go. not an everyday thing that's yeah. just he guy goes out and measures he goes out there for a day he goes on the computer for a day we already gave him our lines then he comes back and we verify the plat then he has to go to a meeting and then wait yeah. for his time to come back yeah <clears throat> but then you go under contract and of course you can't just close title doesn't just close magically nope. in one week right that nope. stuff takes time and then so a year isn't that long in this whole game yeah. It's not, and we, is I fall back to the, I default back to the, the greediness of us as land investors and how we expect to make 150 percent, and we expect to make it in one month. You know, it's there's those de- those deals happen, but you know, for me, if you can hold on to a year on a project, in hindsight, what does that do? What that what does that windfall do for you there? Because this one didn't have a note on it. It wasn't I wasn't ble- hemorrhaging money, and I need to sell tomorrow. You know, it was cash. Uh, so when I look back. I don't know of anything on the S&P that did 90%. You know, I don't know of any, every apartment syndication, they're bragging about a 25% after they sell. Mm-hmm. So you have to go three to five years and look at that windfall and put it back across your annualized and say, okay, hey, they got 25%. Mm-hmm. You know, so I think I think it's good. You know, you almost double your money in a year. Yeah. Yeah, if every deal took a year, uh-huh. then it would make it really hard to get started if you didn't yeah. have a day job, right? Yep. Luckily, there are lots, I mean, many, many deals that close out way, way earlier. Yeah. A month. Yeah. 45 days, 60 days, whatever. Those happen all, a lot. Mm-hmm. But they don't all. Yep. And that's the part that no one really talks about because it doesn't sell. Yeah. You can't put a Facebook ad and go, hey, guess what? You're going to buy a property today, and then one year from now, in six days, you're yeah. going to sell it and make 90 grand. Yeah. Like, no one's going... Oh, cool. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. What am I doing for the year? Yeah. You know, and that's, uh, there is a spin to it. You could say, hey, make, make what middle management makes off one deal, you know, and that, that's, those are true things. But I think you have to take the, you have to take the mindset of not being such a greedy fuck sometimes. <laughs> and, and I'm not talking about the guy that asked the question. I'm just saying us in general, and I'm self, I'm self talking as well here, is that we have to look and, and understand that the pace slows down sometimes. And, you know, if, 
if Justin has a million dollars working and he makes 95% on it every year, is that a bad life? Because we've talked about the snowball, the war chest has to get bigger. So if you made 90% on 10 grand every year, you're not really moving the needle much. If you go to 100 grand and you make 90%, now you move the needle a little bit more, you're making a salary. <laughs> You know, a really good salary, especially if this is an add-on salary. If all you had to do was find one deal a year to make ninety grand, and this was your side hustle, you're killing it. Like, your family is at a different tax bracket. Your, your life is a lot different. And so that's where I think some of our listeners start at, and then they realize, well, if I can do it once a year, can I do four of these projects a year? Mm-hmm. Four times 90 is 360. Now you made 360 grand, and you had, the, you had the staying power to hold four of these deals in a year. Can you get to that point? Then can you get to the point of having the staying power to have 12 of these a year, like once a month? Mm -hmm. Then can you get to the once a week? And what does that number look like? Yeah, I mean, your life has totally changed, and it really doesn't take that long to get there. No, it doesn't. You know, that's the great thing about this industry, and we've said it many times, is that, like, you can start at whatever price range you can afford. Yeah. You know, both of our deals were in that desert square, 100-plus acre. Yeah. $100 per acre. Well, now moved way 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 past that yeah and relatively a short amount of time yeah and we're not like there's a lot of people that are capable of doing that as well mm-hmm. and so mm-hmm. i don't know i think it was i hope we didn't sound like we were attacking the question no i think it's a great question yeah, it, was, it was a really good question i just don't think a lot of people talk about it that much like what really happens yeah because it's like i said I already said a couple times it's just not sexy yeah it's and i and we I don't think we've ever took the stances we want to have the sexy the sexy podcast about hey this is what we're doing and how we're doing it. It's the hey this is what we're doing. We're being transparent so you can see those numbers and you know we haven't talked numbers a lot but we've talked you know the inner workings of deals and like the things that we've had to do whether it's like quiet title or um, partition suits or you know things of those natures. We've had those conversations and I think maybe that's something for me in 24 I want to push a little bit more into the numbers so people can see what that really looks like because it's easy to get hung up in that that smoke and mirrors of you know, it's going to sell in 45 days and you're going to make 150% on your money every time. I want to get past that and just start saying, hey, let's start trading assets and start, which these assets are dirt. Start trading dirt. Understand what the real numbers are behind that. Cool. All right. Well, that's it then. All right, bud. Okay. I like it. Well, uh, we hope you guys have a great Friday. Hope you enjoyed the show. And as always, do us a favor. Go to Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Apple, and Spotify, and everywhere else you can. Like, rate, review, and subscribe to the show. Appreciate it. Love you. See you guys.